Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, December 9th. Man of Peace. Today's scripture reading, 1 Kings 1, 29-30, Message Translation. The king solemnly promised, As God lives, the God who delivered me from every kind of trouble, I'll do exactly what I promised in God's name, the God of Israel. Your son Solomon will be king after me and take my place on the throne, and I'll make sure it happens this very day. This is God's word. An excerpt from The Most Misunderstood Women of the Bible by Mary DeMuth. When Solomon made his entrance into the world, Nathan brought word that his name should be Jedidiah, beloved of the Lord. All Bathsheba knew was this, her son would be great, and he would bring peace, perhaps even to her. He would be Solomon, the boy of peace. We don't get a lot of information on what Bathsheba's life looked like with David after all of these events. She would go on to have at least four more children with him, possibly more if they had daughters who were not recorded. Other than that, she's very obscure and in the background as David's role plays out until right before his death. Wilda Gaffney in Womanist Midrash notes that Bathsheba may have wanted to have more children with David to secure her future. And while we don't really know if Bathsheba had much say in bringing these children into the world, this is how Gaffney imagines her confronting David and demanding the respect that she is due. You are not going to shut me away as you did your first wife, Michael. You stole the life I had with my husband in the sight of God, the man I loved, the husband I chose to live with. You stole our future and you stole our children. I can't get that back, but I can have your children and the security that comes with them. I will be the mother of kings. We do get to see that play out as we jump into First Kings. We see her as more than merely a royal wife in the background. We see her working as a strong and vibrant and active favorite wife and queen mother. As she collaborates with Nathan to ensure that her son Solomon is established on the throne. We also get to see that special bond that develops between Bathsheba and Solomon as he bows before her and sets her as his right-hand woman. During her own life, she finds herself on a throne, and beyond her life, she'd be part of an even greater throne and story. Her son would be a man of peace. And beyond that, the one who ushers total peace and shalom back into our world would come from her line. She was thrown into a story of deceit, murder, and loss, none of which were her fault. God saw her in that. He chose to use the worst situation and turn it into something that could be used for his ultimate plan. Her trauma and grief were not the end of her story. There was so much more to come for both her and for our world. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how has God used the situations in your life to create beauty when all you could see was pain? How easy is it for you to trust him in those times? Lord, how easy it is to stop at the headline featuring in biblical lore too often manly men dominating the show. 
lead me beyond such headlines writ large and bold to the hidden figures in the byline in the fine print, without whom the story would never have been told, nor we here to tell it, or to hear it, or to live it. Tamar, Rahav, Ruth, Bathsheba, Miriam, Help me not to brush by them or their stories, no matter how unsavory or scandalous the details at times, as they frequently weathered the abuse and domination of an all too often heavy and abusive male hand, rising up as true mothers in Israel, rising to rock the cradle of the world, the new heavens and the new earth, in which justice and mercy meet through the one born in Bethlehem on that starry, starry night. Through your mercies.